This is Chan Smith. I am uploading all of my old podcasts onto a new uh, podcast hosting service. All of the phone numbers and addresses will be different in these old podcasts. So just note that any email addresses, phone numbers, mailing addresses, and website URLs may be different. This is Revival Share Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for tuning in today. You're listening to Podcast 34 titled The Accuser. Let's pray. God, I ask you to bless this podcast in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to let me speak your word of boldness and truth, God. Let it be only your word, God, in the name of Jesus, God. I ask you to use me in a mighty way, God. Help me to do your will, God. Touch the people that's listening to this. Remove the blockers from the ears so they can hear, God, in the name of Jesus, God, so they can grab hold of this word and do your word and not just be hearers only, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to touch your people, God, in a mighty way. Touch me and use me, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Now, I ask you to, to bless people, God. Get their family saved. Get them saved, God. Heal them, God, in the name of Jesus. Set them free from addictions, God, in the name of Jesus. That bind them so they can be free, God, in the name of Jesus. Wash them in your blood, God, in the name of Jesus. Wash them in your blood, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to bless your people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's open your Bible up to Revelations and go to 12, verse 10. And it says, and I'm reading in a New King James Version. Then I heard a a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. Talking about the devil, and he's called the accuser of the brethren. And there's people out there, and and there's maybe other ministries out there or or whoever, um, they're accusing the brethren. They go around accusing these ministers, accusing, pointing people out, accusing them, and speaking lies about them, and pointing things and saying this and that. They're from the devil. If you hear somebody doing doing that constantly, I assure you they're not saved because uh, Christ would not do that. He would not accuse somebody and point somebody point somebody out like that when they haven't done anything and they go around accusing these people and even if somebody does something it's not our job to specifically point them out in public and point them out not as god has really really told you to and i assure you he probably hasn't because if they ask god to forgive them then you must forgive them are we greater than god no we're not when god forgives them you need to forgive them too if you don't forgive that person, God will not forgive you. And that is scriptural. We need 
to have forgiveness and we don't need to be accusers. We go on accusing these ministers, pointing, look what they said in the past. So what? If they ask God to forgive them and they repent and say, I'm sorry, you need to forgive them and say you're sorry. Don't go out and pointing your finger at them and lying about them and saying all this stuff, saying this person is a people pleaser when they're doing God's work, when people are getting saved in that ministry and there's fruit in that ministry and you're saying they're a people pleaser. Well, evidently, they're not doing a really good job of pleasing people because you and other people are running them down. Stop running, running them down and pray for them. Get in the Bible and read what the Bible says about it. Let's read in Galatians 6, 1 through 5. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself least, you also be tempted. Bear one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let, let each one examine his own work and then he will, be, he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load." That's very powerful. When you see somebody falling, it says you, if you're spiritual, that you need to restore that person in gentleness, considering at least yourself, you're going to fall. We need to help that person when you see them fall. Go there instead of pointing them out publicly, saying their name, and sitting there pointing them out, saying they're wrong, then evidently if you're not doing that, you're not helping them, then you're not spiritual. It said who you who are spiritual restore such a one so if you're pointing something what somebody's doing you're not there helping restore them then you're not spiritual that's what it says right here in the word and i'm not going to candy coat the word of god there's people out there pointing against these other ministers saying they've done this and done that well then you're not spiritual because it says you restore them with gentleness that's not very gentle is it you do not point some a minister out point them out, or Christian, point them out by name publicly and run somebody down like that. That's not scriptural, and it's not what Jesus would do. You need to stop it if you're doing that because you're not saved because it says right there, you who are spiritual, restore such a one with spirit of gentleness. So if you were spiritual, you would be there trying to help that person and not publicly running them down. There's nothing wrong with preaching the sermons. That's a truth. That's a Bible truth. And uh, saying you shouldn't do this stuff, but you do not put add any names to it publicly. That's wrong. You should not do it. It's wrong. It's not what Jesus would do. He did not point out any person's name when he was here. He said, "You Pharisees and Sadducees." He said it was a group of people. He didn't point out a certain person in that group. He pointed out the group of them. He he said he didn't say you um, uh, Peter you know, you're going to hell, you're wrong, and stuff, you're sinning, he did not do that, and I'm not talking about Peter Apostle, I'm just saying maybe one of them was name was Peter, he didn't point that person out and say, listen, Peter, you sad, you see, you're going to hell, because you're going around, blah, 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 you know, he, he doesn't do that, and uh, he, he would preach a broad statement saying, you but he didn't say a person's name and specifically point that person out. 
He doesn't. He didn't do that, and we shouldn't do that. We, nothing wrong with preaching God's word, saying you shouldn't do this in a, a broad range of thing, a group broad range. But you do not point a person out and say this person, when they're a Christian, and uh, you shouldn't do that. That's not right, and it's it's not biblical. We need to stop doing that. We need to when they fall, we need to help pull that person up. And there's a one minister that f- fell. And uh, some people was going around pointing out the person that's not right with God and blah, 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 blah. And uh, they was going around saying this stuff about this minister. And uh, there was one minister that rose up and helped this minister. And that what that minister did by helping this under, other minister and building this minister up, and he's still helping this minister, that's a godly man. Because we do not need to sit there and run them down we need to be there to help them and to restore them that's what god's word says and that's what we need to do we don't need to point the finger at them and say you've done this and you've done that there's also a verse in the bible that says when god uh, pours his wrath out on somebody and you sit there and make fun of him he will stop pouring his wrath out on that person and come against you because you're joyful that he's getting in that person and we need to be careful with that he will turn his wrath from that person and pour it out on you the person that i saw making uh saying uh, running down this other minister that person fell and these other men, people that i see running down the other ministers and picking calling them out they fall you need to be careful you don't you want to see a good sign of somebody's about ready to fall you see if they're running down a person specifically saying their name and running them down without god telling them to and most of the time that's not god you you watch because they're going to fall every time and first peter 4 7 through 11 says but the end of all things is at hand therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers and above all things have fervent love for one another for love will cover a multitude of sins be hospitable to one another without grumbling as each one has received a gift Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracle of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. This is a love covers a multitude of sins and be hospitable to, hospitable to one another without grumbling. We don't need to go around running somebody down and speaking lies about them. This is the love covers a multitude of sins and the devil is the accuser of the brethren. Jesus doesn't do that. The devil does. So if somebody go on accusing us Christian, the brethren, that's what that means, a fellow Christian. If somebody going around accusing that brethren of stuff all the time, then he is from the devil. He's not from God. That means that person that's saying that being the accuser is not a Christian because God would never accuse somebody like that. He, would, he wouldn't do it because it says the devil's the accuser of the brethren. And let's read it now on down in that uh, chapter. Let's read it in 1 Peter 4, 12 through 16. It says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fire trials which is to try you, as though some strange, strange thing happened to you. But rejoice 
to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceedingly joy, exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other, other people's matters. If, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. It says, you're going to suffer these things, and call them trials, people coming against you, but uh, Jesus suffered with that too. It says his glory will be revealed when we are suffering and stuff and he he's there for us and he said his glory will be revealed and we will be have exceeding joy and that's very powerful very powerful set of verses it also says do not be a murderer thief evildoer or a busybody in other people's matters. That's a busybody. It's going around accusing somebody and lying against somebody, saying they're people pleaser and trying to call strife and lies and stuff. That's a busybody. And it says, do not do that. Let's read in First Chronicles 16.22. Saying, do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. As God has anointed somebody, we don't need to come against them and point them out and specifically come against them. That's not from God. It says, uh, do not touch my anointing nor do my prophets no harm. God is not in that. He's not into uh, specifically coming against somebody that's in the ministry. Don't do that. Stop it. The devil does that. Not God. You need to stop it and pray for your brethren. So pray for those that spitefully use you. We need to pray for that person. And it says in the Bible, we need to build them up. We need to restore them. If we are Christian, if we're spiritual, we need to restore them with the spirit of gentleness. It's not very gentle if we call somebody a people pleaser or just saying they're money hungry and they're just in it for money and all this other stuff. That's not for gentle, is it? That's not very gentle at all. That's mean. That's something the devil would say. We need to build that person up and pray for them and be what God has called us to be. And there's nothing wrong with preaching sermons against you shouldn't do this, saying you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you should act this way and uh, live a holy life and saying a broad sermon against a broad people or saying a sermon that's saying specifically the person shouldn't do that but never call that person's name out but speak its sermon the word nobody knows specifically who you're talking about but preach it in a way that so everybody can get something out of it. So all, everybody can see that, you know, I shouldn't do that. Maybe I shouldn't, that I'm doing that, and then I shouldn't do that. And that, that would be from God, because if God's pointing something out to you about somebody, that means you should preach it, but not 
come against that person specifically, but preach a broad sermon. Because there's other people out there that probably need that too. But they're not going to hear that if you're just coming against one person. No matter of fact, they're going to probably close their ears to everything you say. Everybody's going to close their ears to everything you say because you're just coming against somebody. You're mean and you're hateful and you're just trying to pull a minister down. And that's if that's all you're trying to do, nobody's going to listen to you. They're just going to close their ears because they know that's not from God if you're coming against the individual minister. If you're saying a, a broad sermon, then that's from God. But if you're going around attacking somebody and specifically coming against somebody, even people out in the world will say, if that's Christianity, I don't want that. Look at them constantly attacking somebody and attacking this individual. I don't want none of that. Aren't you supposed to love one another? And they're right. We're supposed to love one another. We don't supposed to specifically attack a person and pull them down. We're supposed to be there and pull them up. And it's not from God. If, if you out there, and if you're sitting there and running down a minister saying they're people pleaser and, and stuff like that, you're not really a Christian. Let me just come out and say that. You're not a Christian because Jesus wouldn't do that. What's this say in God's word? That we need to restore them. If you're spiritual, you need to restore them. So if you're not trying to restore them, then you're not spiritual. I'm just going to come out and say it. I wouldn't want to be in your shoes if you're running another minister down like that when the wrath of God is poured out on you. Whenever wrath is, if that minister did do something wrong, whenever the wrath is poured out that God was doing to that minister, God will stop that and he will come against you. That's just a fact. And you need to watch out what you're doing. Walk in love. And if you see a minister doing something, don't just sit there and run them down like that. That's that's wrong. Try to help them and be there for them. If you see somebody fall and you sit there saying a coming out individually against that person, don't do that. Try to help them and pull them up. Now, God specifically tells you to come do that so they so they will see what they're doing. That most of the time God is not going to do that. If you specifically come and get somebody and you're doing it in malice and hate and you're trying to come against that person and this God hasn't told you to do it, then you will see the wrath of God poured out on you. That's scriptural. You need to stop it. Go to that person and tell them if God has showed you something about them. Go to that person and say, hey, you shouldn't do that. That's what a prophet does when they told a prophet to, about David, what he was doing, he went up to David and told David to stop doing that. And if God is telling you something about that person, just go up to them and tell them and love and say, you need to stop doing that because God sees what you're doing because he's told me and he wants you to know you need to stop doing that. You don't need to come out publicly and bash this person and publicly and run this person down because that's not from God and you need to help restore that person and don't uh, keep running them down and say lies about them or whatever that's not truth and don't uh, put this minister in line with the, somebody that's out in the world because uh, of course somebody out in the world is going to do that that's what they do they're in the world it's none of my concern to run down somebody that's famous in the world all the time and publicly preach something against them and publicly say their name. That's not from God. It, of course they're going to be like that. 
because they're in the world. That's what worldly people do. There's nothing wrong with preaching a sermon, a broad sermon, but if you specifically come against somebody in your sermon, against somebody that's in the world, they're not going to listen to you. The world's just going to come against you because you're attacking this person. They're going to say you're full of hate, that you're not loving. You don't, don't do that. Don't specifically come against somebody. You can do that. Go do it in private. Don't do it out in complete public like that. It's just going to make Christianity look bad, and it's going to make every Christian look bad and every minister look bad because you're not walking in what God has told you to do. But don't line a minister up as the same as somebody in the world. Like I said, what somebody does out in the world, that's not even Christian to run that specific person down publicly. We need to love that person but still preach the truth and preach the truth with boldness. And I'm not saying that, but don't specifically come against somebody publicly in a sermon or post on Facebook because God is not in that. We need to be careful about coming against a man of God. It's wrong and it's against scriptural and scripture and we need to stop doing that. We need to love one another. We don't need to publicly come against a minister and accuse him that's what a de the devil does so we need to help pull that person up and be there for that person and if you're doing something wrong we need to teach them what's right and there's nothing like i said there's nothing wrong with preaching a sermon that's saying you shouldn't do something but not specifically say a name that's wrong and we shouldn't do it it's just hateful we need to stop it because it says to don't touch my anointed ones nor and do my prophets no harm and the wrath of god is going to be poured out on you if you're coming against the minister when they're seeing souls saved and in their ministry and their lives are being changed and they're reaching the world and they're feeding the poor and helping the sick and the needy and the people are getting saved we need to stop coming against them because it's wrong if somebody's getting saved and their services god is in it and we need to stop coming against them and pray for them. If we see them doing wrong, pray for them. Pray and build them up with prayer. Or if God puts it on your heart, call them and ask them if they're okay. Ask them if they need to talk and tell them that you're not going to tell anybody and you're not going to be a busybody, that you're going to be there for them to help restore them. Be a Christian. Be spiritual. That's what God says it to be, is be spiritual and to help restore that person in gentleness. That's in the word of God. And we need to be doers of the word and not just hearers only. I think it's time for Christians to start to do the word and not just to read it and say, oh, that was good, but don't get anything from it. We need to read God's word, hear what God is saying, and do it. We need to be doers of the word. That's why we're not seeing revival. That's why we're not seeing healings because we don't do God's word. We don't believe, we don't do all of God's word. We pick out a few things that we like and we just do that, but we don't do all of God's word. There's some churches that just pick out uh, things, but don't, and when it comes to the Holy Spirit, they don't believe it. When it comes to baptism, Holy Spirit, they don't believe it and they don't preach it. When they do their movies or their teachings, they manipulate what happened and they don't say exactly what happened in the apostles' lives. And they just uh, 
change what really happened and it's not you watch these movies and that's not the way it really was because they was baptized in the holy spirit miracles happened they spoke in tongues demons was cast out when the snake bit paul he shook it off and it was a poisonous snake and every time it bit anybody that person died but paul didn't die he shook it off and didn't see, seek medical attention and he was completely healed from that and saved from that bite and I, don't be a snake handler and i'm not saying that the people pick up parts of the bible out and they just uh, change everything uh, that they don't want they, they don't want to hear and they don't want to believe it's truth they change it they change what really happened and they manipulate it. it's not accurate some of those movies about uh, apostles are not accurate and some of these teachings about the apostles is not accurate because they walked in the power of God. People was healed with just a shadow, but they leave that out because it makes them uncomfortable or because they can't, they're not doing it. So they, they want to thank the, and everybody to think that the apostles didn't do it either. We need to believe the whole Bible for what it is everything in it we don't need to change it we just need to do it we need to be doers of the word and it says signs and wonders shall follow those that believe it doesn't just say the apostles or signs shall follow this person it's just those that believe it didn't say this people that was born within uh, that time frame that jesus was here on this earth and uh, was just uh, lived in that time frame of a hundred years after Jesus' death, it says, those that believe. I don't know about you, but I believe. And it says, go out into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go out. And it says, and those that believe, the signs of wonder shall follow them. So I believe, so they're going to follow me. That's just the way it is. And it does. And there's nowhere in the Bible that says the baptism of the Holy Spirit was just for the apostles. That's wrong and that's a lie. Because everybody that got saved in the New Testament got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the power of God fell on them. And even when they was preaching the power of God fell on them, they start speaking in tongues. That's how they knew that person. That's how they first knew that the, they could preach it to the Gentiles because he was preaching and the power of God fell, and they was baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in tongues while they were still preaching. And they marveled, saying, wow, they got it too. So it's a common experience. And you go to these churches that don't believe in that, they don't believe in the whole Bible. I don't even like to even go to a church that doesn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit because they're preaching bits and pieces they don't have the whole pie they have they just want this little piece of the pie and they're satisfied i don't know about you but i, I want to see the whole pie when i when i eat a piece of cake i just don't want to eat one layer i want to eat the if it's a layered cake i want to cut into that cake and i want to eat every, the whole cake the the layers the icing the first layer the second layer and the icing in between i want to have the all of it and I don't know about you, but I won't be dissatisfied with just having the icing from it or the middle part of it. I want the, the, uh, what was intended for that cake. And we need to be hungry for God and his word and to want the whole thing, the whole gospel, the full gospel, not just the half gospel. We need to want the whole thing. We don't need to pick apart 
God's word and rip out books of the Bible that we don't want. We don't need to do that. We need to believe the whole Bible and read the whole Bible and know it's for now. Signs and wonders shall follow you that believe. Do you believe? If you do, signs and wonders is going to follow you. And if you don't believe, but you want to believe, you want Jesus into your heart, say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to wash me in your blood. I confess that you're my Lord and Savior. I want to repent of the things that I have done. I want you to forgive me of those things. I repent of them. And I want you to make me a new person. Make me a new create creature. Make me a new creation. A new man. Help me do away with the old man. And help me to walk in your forgiveness and your power. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, come and live inside of me. Be my Lord and Savior. I confess that you died and rose from the dead for me. And I, I want you to wash me in your blood, Jesus. I confess that you're my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. Now you believe, so signs of wonder shall follow you. You need to go to good, a full gospel church and get some hands laid on you and get baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Because it says you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And I, that's very powerful. And if you've got saved, you just got saved right now, I want to congratulate you. That's the greatest miracle of all is the salvation. You're now a new person, a new creation. You're now heaven bound. And that's a very powerful thing. And you can email me at chan at revivalishere.org and let me know that you got saved. Or you go to, your, go to a church a full good full gospel church and say i just got saved i want to get the baptism of the holy spirit and i want to get learned trained and i want to learn god's word so i can do it and uh, they will help you they should have a program for new beginners and new christians and join that church and be a member and give your tithe and offering to that church and be part of it now they're your family they are the body of christ you, you're a part of the body of Christ, and they could be your family. They can be just as close as your real family. And it's very important to be a part of a, a local church. I encourage you to do that so you can be a really good, successful Christian. And maybe one day you can be a pastor of a church. But before you can be a pastor of a church, you need to be a part of a local church and learn and grow in God, then get ordained, then you be sent out. And it's very important to uh, be a part of a local body, a local group of believers. And I encourage you to do that. And I thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Chan Smith from Revivals Here Ministries. This is copyrighted 2012 Revivals Here Ministries by Chan Smith. And I want to thank you for tuning in. The web address is www.revivalishere.org. And you can go to that website and you can hear all the podcasts and the other resources. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, Jesus is Lord.